everybody. Well, we're back with another session. We're dealing at the moment with uh, hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit. And today um, we're going to do this session a little bit differently. Uh, we're not, um, I'm not going to preach a message. But for the past couple of weeks, we've been asking uh, people to send questions that they may have regarding the subject. And, and so what we're going to do today, Pastor Lindsay and I are going to attempt to answer your questions to the best of our ability and hopefully give you some direction uh, in terms of your questions. So I trust that um, you will enjoy this session and that you're going to receive and learn quite a bit from it. Amen. Pastor Lindsay, you want to say anything? Yes, it's just good to be with you and uh, to share with you and to answer some of your questions. So um, we're going to enjoy it and hope you will enjoy it too. Amen. So um, the very first question that uh, we received is, how do I discern that what I am hearing is Holy Spirit and not my own voice? And that's a very important question, of course, because um, if we want to hear a message from the Lord, from the Holy Spirit, we've got to make sure that we are not listening to our own voice. We know there are three voices, voice of God, our own voice, and the enemy. And so we've got to know. So how do we discern that? Well, you know, sometimes it can be a bit challenging because... Often, Holy Spirit's voice sounds very like our own, but I'm very excited that Holy Spirit always confirms the Word of God, and I think that's one of the most important things, is when we want to know whether it's Holy Spirit, my voice will sound possibly a little bit confused or a little bit worried or fearful, or it would have something else in it, but Holy Spirit's voice always lines up with the Word. It never brings in any fear. It brings a, a deep-seated peace, and it always confirms Scripture. And also, we've got to, we've got to make sure that, uh, that we are not wishing something, say, happening in our lives, and when we hear a voice saying, well, that's it, you know, that we think it's the Holy Spirit because at the end of the day, it's actually perhaps our own desire, our own wish. Um, I'm not saying God, the Holy Spirit, can't grant you your own wish, of course. Bible says God will grant the desires of our hearts. But uh, sometimes that voice may sound very good to us, very appealing, but it's not necessarily what the Holy Spirit is speaking to us about. And I think, too, when we talk about hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit, um, we will always hear him inside of us. We will hear him in our thoughts. Um, but if we're not too sure, and if it's a big decision, then I do think that we need to look for some confirmation as well. Yeah. Because as you said, you know, it could be that is one of our big wishes. Sure. And now we get all excited about it and we think that it's the voice yeah. of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, we always tell people, go find something that you, somebody that you trust, that is a mature Christian. It could be your pastor, it could be a friend, but someone that you can see his, life, his or her life is, is, is godly and so on and stable and, 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 and strong in God. And if you're not sure, rather go and check it out. Mm. Uh, but don't make a decision, especially big decisions, if you're not sure. Mm. All right. Yes, but I think I also just want to say that as you, as you test out that voice, 
and you you follow it and you see the positives that come out of it and and the answers and things like that that um, it becomes a whole lot easier for you to discern yeah and um, and the the knowledge of the voice of God becomes a whole lot clearer yeah amen well we'll go to the next question that we received um, it says what do you do when you know Holy Spirit's voice but he's silent on an inch issue in my life what do you do well you continue to wait mm. um, I've had this a couple of times and mm. somebody once said to me that um, if you're asking the Holy Spirit about something and he's and you're not getting anything from him, sometimes it's because he's already spoken or there's something that he's already asked you to do or communicated to you and you haven't done it yet. So I always go back to the last time I did hear Holy Spirit and say, have I completed what mm -hmm. Holy Spirit told me last time? Because he's not going to give me the next thing if I haven't completed the last thing. Yeah. And so sometimes he's silent because we haven't finished what he was already speaking to us sure, about. Sure, But I know there's more than that. Yeah, yeah. And also there's a timing of God. Um, there are things that we got to be careful. You know, the Bible says we inherit the promises of God through the exercise of faith and patience. Yes. And uh, God knows the perfect timing for everything. Yes. And uh, yeah, he may be silent because he may not want you to hear, get the answer right now, mm -hmm. or whatever it is that you are asking him. Mm -hmm. And he may be quiet, but one thing you need to know is the Holy Spirit wants to speak to you. He wants to give you the answer mm -hmm. that you're looking for. And so if you rest in him, and just be patient and just keep and just wait upon him in at the right time he will speak to you you know definitely keep doing what you know to do keep following him keep listening and i think the very important thing that you said was rest in him and That's wait right. patiently for him because yeah. he will bring it to pass and he will talk to you at the right time he, he will because he wants to definitely he, he, he wants to communicate to you as his child Amen. Well, there's another question. I feel like Holy Spirit is directing me in a certain direction, but my friends and family don't agree. What should I do? Well, for me, it's always pray. And because people are not hearing what you're hearing, people, especially family and friends, they have ideas for you and for your life. And especially if Holy Spirit has told you to do something that doesn't seem like the most rational thing to do, our friends and our family will be concerned for us. But we need to follow the voice of Holy Spirit. So I would say the first thing to do is pray and then ask for courage. Yeah. Because we need to follow the voice of the Holy Spirit, don't yeah. we? Yeah, you know, one thing about friends and family, they love you very much, they love us very much, but they are not necessarily listening yeah. to God. Yeah, he's not speaking you know? to them. And they will give us wonderful um, advice mm -hmm. because they care for us. Mm -hmm. 
But this advice is often based in the natural world. Uh, in other words, you know, for example, let me, can I use an example in my personal life? I used to work for Standard Bank and I was earning a, a very good salary. I was well established. And then I made a decision to leave that and come into full-time ministry. And when I did that, I had to cut my salary in half and so on. And my family advised me not to do that. Mm-hmm. Why? They cared for me. They, they said to himself, but you know, this is not a secure job. It was a small church, uh, you know, that I joined as an associate pastor. And they felt, man, leaving a, the bank, which is such a stable organization, my future, what's going to happen to me? So they gave me best advice. Yeah. They said, don't do that. Remain yeah. with Standard Bank till you retire. But God was telling me some, to do something different. And so the family and friends will give you good advice, but it's not necessarily godly advice. One thing I just need to say, and that's to wives. When Holy Spirit is telling you to do something, or you believe Holy Spirit is telling you to do something, but your husband is not in agreement with it, what do you do then? The biggest thing there is to pray because Holy Spirit can speak to your husband much better than you can. And you are called to submit to his headship. And so that sometimes is a difficult place to be. But the best place to be is to pray that Holy Spirit will bring that confirmation um, into your life so that you can do what he's calling you to do and still not Um, go against what your husband's saying. Because in the end, Holy Spirit will speak to him as well, and he will be at peace letting you go. It's the rest of family and friends where we have to just say, no, I really believe this is Holy Spirit, and I'm going to go for it. But when it's a husband and wife situation, there is an added thing there where we really need to pray for that confirmation so that there's unity with husband and wife. Amen. Yeah, and when it comes to coming back to this question, when the Holy Spirit directing me in a certain direction, but my friends and family don't agree, at the end of the day, the priority is to listen to the voice of God. Definitely, we, uh, we, Family and friends may not agree, the rest of the world may not agree, mm. and often that will be the case, mm. but if you know deep inside and you, you've checked that out and you've checked that the direction that you hear the Holy Spirit speaking to you, is scriptural, it's in line with the word of God, it doesn't cut, contradict anything, it's not ungodly, and things like this, and you have confirmation, then you have to choose God. You, you do not choose people yep. above God. Absolutely. God has the final say in your life. Why? Because he's got a plan and a destiny for you. And he's directing you into that destiny. If yes. I'd listened to my parents and stayed with the bank, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today. Right. But God had a plan. He called me into full-time ministry. He needed to train me. He needed to release me to run my own ministry at some stage when I was equipped for that. And I needed to leave the bank in order to do that. Definitely, you know? definitely. Yeah. And we are always in the perfect will of God when we're obeying Holy Spirit and doing what yeah. he's told us to do. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. Well, here's another interesting question. Will the Holy Spirit talk to me through people? Will he talk to me through people? 
Definitely he will. Of course. He mm. wants to. And in Scripture we see so many um, times when he speaks through people. And God said that he's given us apostles and prophets and pastors and teachers and evangelists for the equipping of the saints. Mm. And so he would definitely, and the prophet, obviously the prophet as well, um, he will speak to us through people. And sometimes um, it's the person that you least think that you will hear the voice of God through. I've heard um, people talk about having a discussion about things between the husband and the wife, and the little child pipes up in the back, and they both look at each other knowing that Holy Spirit has used their child to speak to them. So God definitely uses people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we've had, uh, through the years that we've been serving the Lord, uh, many instances of getting answers uh, from the Lord uh, through people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes at a time when you expect the least. Mm. So God definitely will use people. Um, the Holy Spirit will talk to us through people. Words of wisdom. Words of knowledge. You know, prophetic words. Uh, words of encouragement. Yes. When we need, when we're feeling discouraged and, yeah. and put down. And, you know, people, God will use somebody to phone you up sometimes. And... And just give you a word uh, um, of encouragement, which will pick you up so that you don't remain in the depths of where you were. Um, So God, of course God will use people. But having said that, we need to make sure that when when somebody brings us a word of knowledge, a word of prophecy, that it is tested. Bible said we have to test every word. So if you if if it doesn't witness with what you already know that God is speaking to you about, if 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 there is a contradiction, if is if if it doesn't agree with you, then before you act on it, always go and check it out with your pastor, your leader. And uh, check it out with them. Let them pray with you. And, and, and because we have to discern. Mm. We can't just say, well, this person uh, brought me a word, therefore it's from the Lord. Mm. No, no. Mm. But very often it can happen. Not very often, but sometimes it can happen. Mm. God will use somebody mm. to speak to you. Mm. Yeah. Yes, there's a, a scripture in Proverbs that talks about in the multitude of counselors, there's much wisdom. Now, I'm not talking about um, running around, getting confirmation after confirmation after confirmation and, and just running from prophet to prophet and give me a word and pray for me and that kind of thing. That, that's frenetic. That, that's not what the Holy Spirit wants us to do. But um, he will. He will confirm things to yeah. us through other people. And I think it's important that we're open to that. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um, the next uh, question, what different ways are there to hear Holy Spirit's voice? Can he talk to me through a song or worship? What are the different ways to hear the voice of Holy Spirit? Well, definitely. God is a multifaceted God, and he's got so many ways of speaking to us because he knows us he made us he knows what we will connect with he knows what we're open to and so definitely he can use a song he can use worship 
there are so many different ways that Holy Spirit um, will speak to us. Yeah. Um, he speaks to us through nature. He speaks to us through creation. There's sure. so many things. And I know in my own life that sometimes in the middle of praise and worship, suddenly I get direction or I get a revelation or an instruction mm-hmm. from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I get a message, that a title of a message that God wants me to preach down the road uh, through just the word that I see displayed on the screen during during worship. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the most important ways that the Holy Spirit, uh, that we hear God's uh, Holy Spirit's voice is through his word. You know, sometimes when you are studying the word of God and you're reading the word of God, something jumps out of, at you. You may have read that scripture many times and not paid too much attention to it, but this time, suddenly you get glued on it. You know, mm-hmm. and and that's very often the timing mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit is speaking to. You. So that's the first way that He speaks to you will be through the Word of God, mm-hmm. and you can't go wrong with that, can you? No, definitely not. That is that is the bottom line. That is the foundation. That is the truth. That is where everything begins and everything ends. Because if a word does not, uh, does not goes against Scripture, then we can know 100% that it's not of God. It's not the voice of the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. And then uh, the second uh, way, a uh, different way that uh, we hear uh, the, the voice of the Holy Spirit is through people, as we said in the previous question. Mm-hmm. It will use people and uh, speak to us, uh, bring a word of knowledge, word of wisdom, a prophetic word, all kinds of things. But all of these, we always know that we don't just take these at face value unless it's a confirmation of what right. we already know. Yes. Holy Spirit speaking to you already, so you know something now. A person comes and confirms that. Most times you can rest assured this is the Holy Spirit confirming that direction for your life. Definitely, definitely. And I think it's important that, that we are open to that, that we're not closed off yeah. to different ways that Holy Spirit can speak yeah, to us. Yeah, yeah. And then the third way that Holy Spirit uh, uh, speaks to us is through dreams and visions. Mm. We have many instances of that in the Bible. Uh, the story of Joseph uh, when Jesus was born, right. uh, you know, in a dream, an angel appeared to Joseph and told him uh, to get away because of what Herod was going to do and take the child and Mary to Egypt for a season. And then when, when the danger was passed, again in dreams and in a dream, he was uh, advised to, and I can go back, it's safe, you know. So, yes, the Holy Spirit will speak to us through dreams and visions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's a very exciting way of hearing from God. And I think dreams sometimes... God gives us a dream because he knows when we're asleep and our minds are not um, active and in the way, he can actually get through to us in a way that that really is significant. And then we can go and take that dream and, and see what he's actually saying through that dream. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's very exciting. Yeah, yeah. And, and then another way 
is obviously the Spirit speaks into our inner man. Mm. He speaks into our own spirit. Mm. And then that gets conveyed into our mind and eventually into our consciousness. Right. In other words, he speaks into our inner man. Yes. You know, yes. and uh, that's a still small voice of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And that we've got to learn to discern. Very much so. And I think that is so important. I think more times... God wants to speak to us firstly through the word and then secondly through our spirits because the word gives us Jesus and, and that inner voice gives us Holy Spirit and those are yeah. both God. Sure. And so it's very important mm. for us to listen to that small voice that comes and, and it's so often he will remind you of things sure. that you haven't done or you've forgotten or things like that. I, I just love that about Holy Spirit, yeah. who leads and guides in ways so that when we're busy doing things and we've now forgotten something, the remembrance of that comes up, and it's always Him sure. just helping us out yeah. on a daily basis. Yeah, absolutely. So these are various ways uh, that we can hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. Um, there is another question. When I feel like I've heard from the Holy Spirit, should I get confirmation from other people? If so, who? Well, as we said earlier on, sometimes if you're not sure, number one, yes. If you're not sure that this Holy Spirit is being to you, then, then yes, go and get confirmation. But as we said just now in the previous question, if people bring you a word as if God's told me to tell you that, and, and if it doesn't confirm something that's already, that the Lord has already spoken to you about, then it's always better to um, get confirmation. Well, part of this question is, if I need to get confirmation, from whom? Well, it's got to be somebody you trust who is mature in the Lord. Um, not just your best friend, not just somebody you know that's going to agree with you, yeah. but uh, from your pastor, from your leader, from a trusted mentor, yeah. somebody who you know has God's interests in you sure, sure. that's vitally important because otherwise sometimes we're too scared to go to leadership to ask mm -hmm. them mm -hmm. but we shouldn't be because those are the ones that God has given us yeah. to help protect us yeah sometimes we go around to a whole lot of people looking for confirmation and they're actually not the ones who are going to no. give us confirmation and, and you just made a very valid point please be careful not to go to 15 people because by the time you finish with number 15, you'll be totally confused. Absolutely. Because you'll get different versions of everybody's opinion. My suggestion is go to your pastor. Your pastor is a shepherd that God has raised to look after you and to care for you. Exactly. So God will use your shepherd because you are part of his flock, mm -hmm. like he would use a shepherd in the natural to take care of a sheep of that flock. He'll use your shepherd to confirm and to speak into your life you know and so your safest in Definitely. my opinion is 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 your pastor you know mm -hmm. if you're not sure but be careful not to go to too many people we've had instances like this they go from a to b to c to d and by the time they finish there's such confusion yeah. uh, they don't know anymore what is god saying yes yes yeah. absolutely yeah amen I try to read the word, but I truly struggle to un I tr I truly struggle to understand it. Will I still be able to hear God's voice? That's an interesting one. A very interesting question. Yeah. 
But yes, of course you can hear God's voice. And it's in hearing God's voice that you're going to understand the word mm. because the voice of God is going to bring you revelation. Sure. And so it's not that you have to understand the word in order to hear God's voice or hear God's voice in order to understand scripture. They go together, but of course you can hear the voice of God because he says, my sheep hear my voice mm. and they know me yeah. and they follow me. Yeah. And, and that's just so precious. He's our father. He wants us to know his voice. Mm. He wants us to hear his voice. He wants us to know him um, and know his voice even more than we want to know his voice. Yeah. Look, one of the ways of understanding the word, as you said, I tried to read the word, but I struggled to understand it, is why don't you think of joining a Bible school? Um, there are many around, uh, your church may have one, and join, because there you are taught systematically, and little by little, you, it, it, your understanding of God's word will be, will be opened up. But more importantly, every time you open your Bible, you're going to spend time in the word, ask the Holy Spirit to give you understanding and revelation. Oh, yes. And because that's, he is a spirit of revelation, right? Definitely. And so he will give you the knowledge and the understanding that you need mm. if you ask him to do that. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. He is the one that opens up the scriptures to you. Amen. But you will still be able, even in a season where you're struggling to understand certain things in the Bible, can you still hear God's voice? Of course, if you're a child of God, he wants to still speak mm -hmm. to you, you know. And uh, so you, that, there's no doubt about that one. All right, we're coming to an end. We, we, this has got not too much to do with hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit, but let's tackle this one quickly. An influential leader is publicly endorsed by well-known church pastors. It is found that this leader has moral and ethical flaws and doesn't live according to biblical standards, but remains publicly endorsed by those same church pastors. Should I still receive from those church pastors? Well, there's a question, are those church pastors your church pastors? <laughs> yeah. Because if they are your pastors, you need to go and talk to them. Mm. You need to go and find out what this is all about. For sure. We mustn't listen to hearsay mm. all over the place. We mustn't make decisions about leaders and our pastors based on things that have been printed in the media or on social sure. media or things like that. And if they are your pastors, then go and talk to them about it. For sure. And, and the thing is, we don't even know if those pastors themselves are aware of where this influential leader is at uh, in terms true. of their personal, of his, or his or her personal life. Yeah. And so, yes, I think you should take this issue to your pastors and say, are you aware of what's going on in this person's life? You endorse that person. And, but our, my personal belief is if a pastor says, yes, we know he has, you know, he's, he's living in adultery and, and this and that, but we still endorse him, then the next thing I would do is I will ask the Lord, should I remain under this pastor? Yes. If this is what they're endorsing, they are uh, compromising, they, they are 
And there could be reasons why they endorse this leader. It could be for many reasons. It could be for all kinds of things. And, but if they are not uh, standing against ungodliness in that leader's life, then I would start seeking God as to whether I should remain in this church. Maybe God wants you to remain there because you have to speak into those pastors' life. You know, maybe you've got a message to give them. And, pastors are not you know, perfect. Exactly. But, uh, but maybe also God says, listen, these pastors know what's going on. They have been spoken to. They're not responding. Maybe it's time for you to find a church mm-hmm. where the pastors are walking in integrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's just so important because you cannot follow somebody who's not walking in the integrity of God. Yes, we know that pastors are not perfect and will make mistakes, but... Um, but no, if, if they are endorsing immoral and unethical behavior, then, then yeah, they either need to change or they're not somebody you should be following. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. definitely agree with that. Well, we've come to the end of the questions, and you are most welcome to bring your questions further down as we go down uh, the next f- uh, couple of weeks and months. Uh, we don't know when the lockdown will be finished. And if you've got other questions that arise as, we, as you listen to, uh, to the online services, you're most welcome right there and then on the live stream. You can type in your question and send it. Otherwise, you can post them on, on our website. And we will do our best to collect all these questions and bring you answers to the best of our ability. We trust that you got something out of this session and uh, that uh, you learned a few things and that what we answered the questions that you had. Mm. Last word, Pastor Lindsay? Yes, just want to say thank you for your interest and thank you for sending the questions in because it's wonderful for us as pastors to know um, that our congregation is, is connecting with us and asking the, the questions that they do have so that we can really speak into your life. So thank you so much for being part of this session with us. Amen. God bless you. Have a super rest of Sunday.